Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. From KQED. This is Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen Price. My grandmother had multiple sclerosis and was blind as long as I knew her. She died before I was old enough to ask the questions that I always wanted the answers to. Like, what's it like? How do you navigate this loud and bustling world we live in? Today on Bay Curious, we're going to experience the answer to one of those questions. What's it like to be blind and make your way around San Francisco? Now, this episode is different from what you normally hear on our show. It's a sonic experience more than a news story. So if you can, listen on your best pair of headphones, in a quiet room, maybe with your eyes closed, and just let your mind imagine. We'll get started right after the break. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Helping us today are two of my friends from the World According to Sound podcast. Hello, I'm Chris Hoff. And I'm Sam Harnett. Chris and Sam are masters of collecting and mixing audio, and they've been working on this project for more than a year now. Basically, we're trying to sort of get at the way blind people experience the world on their day to day. We're both interviewing blind and visually impaired people and also recording their environment so we can hear exactly what they hear. Chris and Sam spent the day with a guy named Brian Bashan. He's the CEO at the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Every day, he commutes from his home in North Berkeley to his office in downtown San Francisco. He's completely blind, and he navigates using a white cane. Let's start in Brian's house. It's 8 a.m., and he's getting ready for work. You're going to hear him listen to emails read by a super-fast computerized voice. He also makes coffee and uses color and light detectors to pick out clothes and make sure all his lamps are turned off. This is not in real time. Chris and Sam condensed Brian's morning routine. So... Okay, so I'm going to pick out a shirt for the business day. Grabbing my little color detector. Let's see, what do I feel like? I feel formal. White. Maybe not white. 
I did use, I wore that kind of color yesterday. Pale gray. Uh, a little too dull. And maybe, uh, Pale. stop here and check my Again. offline email. Maybe something bolder. It will change its pitch depending on the intensity of the light. So I can point it at the light and point it away. Oh, too boring. And now I can tell if the light's on or off by just off. Oh, the whole series of those. Off. I've got to turn the espresso on first. Alexa, turn espresso on. Alexa, level five. Okay. Alexa, play me my briefing. Brian, here's what's new. From IMDb, here's the latest. Alexa, next. In Wall Street Journal Tech and that. I think I want a contrasting eye. Let's look around here. Alexa, pause. Okay, that's the one. Elixir of the gods. Once Brian's ready and fully caffeinated, he heads out onto the streets of Berkeley and walks to Bart. To get around, he uses sonic cues. But first, on this morning, before the stress of the commute begins, Brian takes a moment on his back porch and listens to his neighborhood with Chris and Sam. After you guys. Standing on the front stoop, what do you what did you hear? Oh man, well at that instant I heard the Amtrak a mile west of here, those wonderful spring finches that are here finally enjoying a spot of sunlight. Uh, the distant sound of wind chimes, that kind of thing. Normal quiet Berkeley morning. People going to work. The cane tip makes a little sound, and that's echoing, and that's what I hear, actually. This power substation fan runs 24-7, so it's always on. I heard we passed that pole, which is always something I worry about. Hear the apartment building on the left, the echo about 100 feet away. I'll hear the difference between this and that, between this and that between this and that. So we're crossing just a, a small little street. 
I can hear the curb. Wait for that. The curb plane. face picks up the echo of the cane. Wait for that plane to pass. <laughs> I hear it about here, which might be six or eight feet away. I'll wait for that car too. But I'm also hearing the bushes to my left and the open sound to my right, which is a big parking lot. You may think that's a bike. That's an acoustic arrow that just tells me what direction the greenway is. Um, so you see these yellow truncated domes all over the place. They're mandated by law. When I hear that sound, I know this is the actual entrance onto the intersection. Well, let me talk about those leaf blowers. It really screws up with any blind person's walking and navigation. We're using so many rich cues. And if you walk within a block of one of those things, it's like you've, you've become blind a second time. You can't hear anything. You don't know if you're safe. You can't safely cross traffic. You could run over and just ask him to shut up for five minutes. No, me neither. Obviously, that's what we're going to rock over scissors for. Hell, I'd do that. Are we? Yeah. You owe me. Alright. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think the guy's going to comply. Uh, I think he will. Think so? It depends how, how reasonable Sam is. Right. Or how engaging. Hey man, we're making a quick audio recording. Hey, we're making a quick audio recording just for like two or three minutes. Could you just give us like, just like one, two minutes? Oh God, <laughs> so nice. Even just turning the machine yes. off. Yes. Yeah, sweet. And we'll, you'll see us right over there and we're gonna walk into the BART station and then we'll be out of here. Okay. Sweet. I know, we switched it off. Yeah. A hundred people's blood pressure went down 10 points. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, shall I wait for Sam? He's home oh, here. Oh. <laughs> On BART, Brian hurdles through the Transbay tube. It's a particularly terrible sonic environment for all of us, really. I'm going to listen for the door opening and just enter in. Operator is just 
talking into a wall. Yeah, the part hasn't fixed the sound announcement in 40 years. Really says to me, we don't matter. After arriving at the Civic Center BART stop, Brian makes his way to his office at the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Uh, Market Street is always such a symphony of sounds. Even in this really loud situation, there are cues that I know will be here. And as I get close, I'll hear the hollow sound of the awning and the sort of uh, welcoming entry into the lighthouse. And if I'm lucky, I'm gonna, my cane's gonna touch one of the large sort of round pillars in front of the building. They have a really distinctive sound. And when I find those, I know that's the building, 1155 Market. There's one of those pillars. And I heard that door open about 15 feet to my right. This tells me this is where I want to be. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. This is the elevator you want. It's acoustically treated. Oops, I'm sorry. Second floor. Third floor. Fourth floor. Fifth floor. Fifth floor. Fifth floor. Going up. Next week. And I like going up to the tenth and saying hi. Tenth floor. Lighthouse main reception. Going down. Good morning, Lighthouse. How are you doing? Brian Bashan for sharing your commute with us. That episode was produced by Chris Hoff and Sam Harnett. They are the creators of the World According to Sound podcast. Each episode immerses you in one sound, big or small, for about 90 seconds. They are meditative little nuggets of sonic joy, and I love to play them and then replay them and then replay them again. Subscribe to The World According to Sound wherever you find your podcasts. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen-Price. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? 
Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 